Vogelsang Pest Management has programs for everyone's budget. Call us at 314-601-1789. Vogelsang Pest Management, serving your family like you're our family. Westplex 107.1, only human. Good morning to you. It is BS in the morning. Our website is bsinthemorning.show. 638, I am Shelly. She is Brad. Lots of stuff going on. We'll have the weather forecast from our very own meteorologist, Jennifer. Wojcicki. And she will be on here in just mere minutes. And hopefully we'll have a better forecast than we had over the weekend. Because, man, it was just sort of dreary and cold and stuff like that. Okay. First off, you, you you don't go out much, okay? But I... Not lately. I have to. The new thing at the stores is counting people in the store. For example, yesterday I had to go... No, no, yesterday. I didn't go yesterday. I went Saturday. To keep the radio station on the air, I needed something from Home Depot. So I went to the GHHD, and now they have it where there's only one entrance that's open. And you go in, and there's all, there's like a, they got it set up so they can be a line. But when I went, there was no line. Because, matter of fact, it's uh, another thing. I went at 525, because I can tell you exactly what time is I walked into the store. Because every five minutes... The lady gets on the, 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 the PA system in the store and says, it's 525, Home Depot will close in 35 minutes. And then at 530, it's 530, Home Depot will close promptly at 6, at 6 o'clock in 30 minutes. And then at 535, at 530, I'm going, holy cow. You know, they want you out of the store or what? So what happens is they have two guys, one guy at the entrance, one guy at the exit with these little handheld units and somehow or another they're linked together i don't know might be it, it they don't look like smartphones they look like some kind of a special kind of thing they'd use inside the store so as you walk in the guy hits a thing that there's a person that just walked in and when you walk out some guy hits the button that you walked out and if the number of people uh, in the store is reached you can't go in do you know this i've heard about that but i didn't know what the specifics were yes Wally World, same thing. Wally World, the stores, they've closed down all the entrances except for one. They have a guy standing out there. And, of course, Wally World, you know, Home Depot takes two guys. Wally World can do it in one because, you know what, they keep those prices low. (laughs) Half the people it takes to do it at at Home Depot. Anyway, same kind of deal. You walk in. They hit. He's got, like, it looks almost, he's got, like, it looks almost like an iPad. And he hits a little button, you know, a little something on, you know, something on his iPad. You walk in. And when people walk out, he hits something. So it's like, it's just telling them, you know, like, you know, somebody in, somebody out, you know, same. First in, first out. But if there are too many people in the store, then you have, you can't go in. Okay. The guy that first I thought it was bogus. And I, I know this guy from Twitter and he's, you know, straight shooter, local guy. Okay. He shot a video of the Sam's Club down on Hanley, down uh-huh. in Maplewood. Okay. And uh-huh. what, what they have done is they've put a queue line with pallets. So you imagine this. They've just stacked like pallets three or four high, and that is the line to get into the store. Instead of putting in like, you know, like, you know, like those things that look like seat belts that you see at some of the places that like snap in and out. You know what I'm talking about? Like you put I you do. in a queue line. Yes. Okay. So they've stacked up pallets. Okay. The video he shot on Saturday has people out the front door of the store. You know, if you can visualize the store down there on, on, you know, most of the Sam's are so the same. Out the front door, down the side of the building, down the, uh, down, the, you know, down the front side of the building, down the side of the building, and around the back of the building waiting so to get into So much for Sam's. no gathering. 
Yes. Well, some of the people, it's funny, some of the people are spaced, you know, six feet, and other people are like right next to each other, and those are probably, hopefully those are people that know each other. And then, Schnooks and Deerbergs, have you heard what they're doing now? No. Only one family member, one, only one person can come in. If you like, come in there with your, like, your husband, oop, can't do it. He's got to stay out in the car. Or you got to stay out in the car and he goes in. Or if you want to take your, if you go to the store with your kid, nope, can't do it. Car, kid's got to sit in the car. Only one person can come in and per family. You can't go in with anybody. Well, you know that um, moolah is closed. And that makes me sad. What's moolah? Moolah? Yeah. It's the Shriners. Oh, I, I was thinking about it. Oh, moolah. I mean, the hospital's not closed, obviously. But moolah is closed, and that that you know that's a St. Louis staple. Okay, I'm gonna moolah. ask you. Well, I'm it's a you, life. It's a. I'm, I'm gonna ask you a dumb question. Nationwide staple. Where huh? where were they open? I don't quite don't understand. What are you, what are you talking about? They're closed. Do they have like a place? They have a building. They have a brick and mortar building yeah. for the moolah. Right. And it's closed. Well, I would think it would be. I mean, you know, you can't, you know, you, they're not essential business and stuff like that. Yeah, so is Goodwill. Goodwill's closed. Goodwill never closes. The theaters are closed. I mean, it's just, it's just uh, the Missouri Historical Society, the History Museum, the Soldiers Memorial, and the Library and Research Center. Well, now, they, no, no, they're all closed, I, and I, they plan to reopen May 9th. I disagree with that because of the fact that that I just took the loop trolley out to the uh, his, you know Missouri Historical Society in Forest Park just just last week. Uh huh. Got on that trolley, you know, man. I know was, you did. Man, it was nice. They had a stand-up comedian doing jokes. You know, they had they had a they had a food bar in there that was free. You know, man, they had a guy that shined your shoes while you're on the trolley. You know, I mean, there was you know for the women, he was you know there was a woman in there who was actually giving away jewelry. You know, and the one lady, you know, she oh. came out. And she goes, "Oh my God, I got a five carat diamond ring." I'm going, man, I love this loop trolley thing. Huh. Joe Diffie passed away from the corona. You know what? I have to tell you. What? I need some positive energy. So you don't want me to tell you that? No, no. I need some positive energy. And you have to promise me for the next 10 seconds you won't say a word. You ready? Yes. Okay, here we go. Uh, Christy and Joe Horton, uh, ninth anniversary, and Hugh Janus turning 10. That always puts me. Do you in feel good. better? It does. It always puts me in a good mood. I'm so excited <laughs> for that because I really do think that you need to be in the proper mood, Brad. Every the people are in the proper mood when they listen to us in the morning time. Every time because we that. say silly things and we Every time. snipe at each other. That is, we do snipe. That is the 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 KTLA uh, meteorologist traffic reporter Henry DiCarlo in Los Angeles in a classic bit where he got punked and he didn't realize what had happened until like 20 seconds later. If you watch the whole clip. All what you have, about the other one you sent me? Which one was that? <laughs> which one? Um, I can't say. Okay. Well, it's another, another, another. Oh, yeah. In, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Miss, uh-huh. Miss E? Miss, is that what you're talking about? <laughs> yes. Is that funny or what? <laughs> That's hilarious. And once again, that, that once again, that gal had no idea what was going. She on. really didn't, she was and like, she didn't even. If she did, she passed right by it. And and that was either done internally. 
that when somebody, you know, somebody, it's a long story. I mean, I, I see one of my things that I, I love is I love TV news bloopers. And man, there are some good ones online. And there's a guy, I don't know if it's a guy, it may, could be a gal for all I know. Uh, and the uh, screen name is News Be Funny. And every month, this person, and, and what's interesting is he's got all sorts of categories. Every month he does a new one. You know, hey, you know, probably there's probably March of 2020 is already up on, on YouTube. And then he does a best of the year. And then he does specific ones. You know, uh, you know, weathercaster bloopers, news bloopers, or no, not news bloopers, uh, sports bloopers. And then there's like the politician bloopers. And some of those are hilarious. I mean, some of the things that these guys and gals, you know, who are, you know, and, you know, with stern face on you know said it's like okay did they realize what they just said and it just goes like right over their head you know they have no idea that they just said something like incredibly stupid and they just you know and, they, and you know of course you have to take them serious you know it's like serious i'm a serious journalist i never smile i'm always giving you the straight scoop even if i make it up most of the time i'm always giving you the straight scoop um you're giving us something and i think it's contagious what's that <laughs> laughter and happy medicine well that's why that's why when i'm in that's a bad why mood, we do what we do when i'm in a bad mood i go on youtube and i search henry de carlo h-u-g-h J-A-N-U-S, and I watched this uh christy and joe horton uh ninth anniversary and hugh janus turning 10 <laughs> Which is now, Hugh is probably like 23. <laughs> I, don't know but, how, um, I don't know how old Happy birthday. That is. Oh, do you know who else his birthday is? Who, um, think, uh, Joel Denver? No, I don't know. I don't even know the man. Okay, who? Uh, a very mutual friend of both of ours. Oh, Hugh Janus. No. Westplex 107.1. Everything means nothing if I can't have Q. Yes, that's what I always say. Uh, <laughs> that is so cute. You know what? Cute. Do you see what I did there? We get feedback here in the radio station. And sometimes the feedback is, you know, oh, wow, you guys really suck. And then other times the feedback is more positive, like, oh, you guys don't suck that much. But <laughs> okay. that's a big fat lie. Occasionally. Here's one. Here's feedback. Do you ever listen to the news? Do you have any idea what the rules are now? The store set up for them over weekend. Store occupancy is based on building occupancy code. The outside stuff separates people by six feet. You are both sounding pretty stupid. Are the height of BS in the AM, although they didn't use BS, they used the actual word cow poop in the AM. Okay. Well, of course, we are BS in the morning. I mean, come on. Well, here's the deal. I get it, you're on top of stuff, but most people haven't stirred out of their house. And like Shelly, most people don't pay attention to the news anymore unless it's on Facebook. Geez, I was just reading this thing last night and it was depressing. I subscribed to this publication called Editor and Publisher, which is primarily for newspapers. And it talks about how, how, how Google and Facebook have killed the newspaper business, just killed it. And the problem is, that the newspaper funding was by advertising. 
And, you know, like with the Post-Dispatch, people bought ads in the Post-Dispatch. They bought classified ads, and that paid the salaries of the reporters and the photographers and the people who go out and generate news. Well, all of a sudden, when there's nobody buying advertising and the uh, the classified advertising is gone because everybody's using, you know, like Shelly, Marketplace and, and, and Craigslist and things like that. So, I don't use Craigslist, Craigslist anymore. Well, you're a Marketplace plane marketplace person okay so so uh there's there's no there's nobody going out and covering things and that's and that's really sort of sad and to the point where um you go to like city council meetings you know it used to be that there were reporters there from newspapers nobody shows up anymore so how do you you know he does well he's not a reporter he's just he's just like a, a you know a guy that you know a concerned citizen for his community no he's a cave you know, what a, you know what a cave is? Civil... Cit- no, citizens against virtually everything. Oh, if, my. No, he, he is not. He, uh, Shelley, there are people... I pe- don't know the man, there but are people I in, just know I knocked him off my Facebook page for talking crap. There are people <laughs> in, there are people in the, you know, around, you know, I mean, possibly your neighbors who... Are, I mean, they don't want any. They're they're against everything. You know, if 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 the mayor of if if Mayor Pagano said, "Hey, if you live in St. Peter's, everybody's gonna get a brand new Cadillac," you know, and we'll put them in your driveway. They'll be there by next Thursday, and the keys will be in your mailbox. People go like, "I think that's terrible. I don't like Cadillacs. I want a Lincoln." <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, that would be Shelly. I don't yes, like Cadillacs. I, I want Lincoln. Ca- Lincolns are so much better than Caddies. By the way, I saw what? an ad online over the weekend promoting Lincolns. And I want to know if this is a deal. You drive a Lincoln. Um, I do. They say that you don't have to take your car in for service anymore. You just go online and you tell them that your car needs servicing. And somebody comes out and they, drops off, they drop off a, a rental Lincoln for you. And, and then they take your car in and they fix it and they bring it back. And, and then they take the rental car back. Is, is, is that right? They do for Lincolns. Well, isn't that what you I have? I think my car is past that. Uh, oh, it's under, like the, it's under like the warranty period or something like that? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, I think I've passed that, but that is the Lincoln commitment. Hey, you know, you know, what my warranty is. <laughs> what is your warranty? If something goes that? wrong with my car, I have the Napa warranty. Which, if something goes wrong with my car, I go to Napa and buy the parts and put them in, and that's that's the warranty I have. Yeah, well, pretty soon you're going to have a better warranty. <laughs> I won't have any warranty. Oh, what are we going to do here? Uh, da, 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 da. We'll take a break. And well, we have to talk about the 5G. No, we'll talk about that later. It oh. is 6.59. It's BS in the morning. It's Shelly and Brad. Uh, she is Shelly. I am Brad. Did I get that right this time? I think Hi, I did. everybody. Hey. I'm Shelly. He's I've, Brad. I have a question for you. Who? I have an answer. Oh, no, you don't. You, you, you're not going to be able to answer this unless you've read this already. What's that? I want you to tell me who this person is. Okay. Who is Rachel, Princess of the United Kingdom? Is she um, not Harry, but the other boy? Is she there? Um, is, is that his wife? Rachel, Princess of the United Kingdom. You know who that is? I don't. Meghan Markle. I did not know that. I okay. knew that she was a princess and she was well, married to one of the boys. Well, no, no. But I didn't know which one it was. Well, here's the interesting thing. Everybody knows her as Meghan Markle, right? Yes. Okay. On their uh, on on their birth certificate for their son Archie. 
Uh-huh. It shows, you know, because you have to have the name of the mother, name of the father, and occupation and stuff like that. I guess it's the same do way Do they in still do that? I guess they do. Apparently, the England do. Here's, here's, here's what it <laughs> says. I don't know if they do that now. It says, under her real name, Rachel, Megan's not even her name. Her name, real name's Rachel. And job description. She looks like a Rachel. Princess of the United Kingdom. And they're saying, and they said fans were confused. Most thought Markle's title bestowed upon her by the Queen when she married was Duchess. No, she's, according to this, she's Princess of the United Kingdom. Now, here's the other thing. Okay, they moved from England, they moved to Canada, and they moved to, now they're in Los Angeles. Did you know this? I did know that. You okay. told me that yesterday. Now, think, think about this for a minute. One of the complaints that the royal couple had, Rachel, or Megan, whatever you call her name, um, and you know what? There may be a reason for that, and I'll explain that in a minute. Uh, but <laughs> I actually thought when you asked me who Rachel was, I thought you were going to say, "I still don't know who Rachel is with credit card services." <laughs> oh no. Okay, so so oh, they moved. They moved from England. I it was funny. They moved from England uh, to Canada because of what was one of their complaints? Too much press. I- too much press and too much paparazzi. So now they move to Los Angeles, which they is like... They move to L.A.? Which is, no, yeah. they need to move to Wyoming <laughs> well, or South Dakota. I'm going like... That's like saying, you know, I hate topless dancers, and I just think it's the worst thing in the world, but I'm moving to Sauget. You know, it's like, okay, why would you... Why If you didn't like paparazzi and you didn't like the press, why would you move to Los Angeles? And the other crazy thing is, it's funny, I, I heard the comedian over the weekend talk about this. He goes, hey, he says, think about this for a minute. You know, you got this coronavirus going around the country, and here you have the royal family that, you know, that they live in, 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 uh, in uh, castles surrounded by moats, and yet one of them wants to move to Los Angeles, which is another hotbed of the coronavirus. It's like, okay, I don't get it. So now, here's the thing, here's the, here's the, the reason why I say that Rachel, uh, you know, Meghan Markle, a.k.a. Rachel Markle, may have changed her name. She's a member of Screen Actors Guild, okay? And Screen Actors Guild, it's it's a union, and they merged with AFTRA, American Federation of Television Radio Artists, which I used to be a member of, but that's a whole other story. Okay, yeah. and you, there can only be one of each person in the union. You have to have a unique name. You can't be, if there's a... Like if you tried to join, you know, after or SAG and uh, there was another Shelly Barr and, and that person doesn't even have to be alive anymore. It could be like an actress who lived in the 30s and 40s and, you know, was big in films in the 50s and passed away and, you know, you know, 10 years ago. OK, you have to have a different name. You can't be Shelly Barr, even though that's your real name. You have to come up with a different name. So there's a chance that her when there was another Meghan Markle or there was another Rachel Markle in SAG or AFTRA and she had to change her name. Because I knew a couple guys I work with in the radio business who they're, they're uh, uh, like, for example, I mean, a perfect example, guy I used to work with for years at the old KSLQ and they moved back to, and he used to do the, the, DB's, the DB's Delight, the TV show on Channel 4, Young Bobby Day. The reason he was young Bobby Day was when he, and he started, first started in the radio business, he worked at a union station in Kansas City, and there was already a Bobby Day in the, in the union, some guy in Los Angeles who was like an actor. So essentially, he couldn't be Bobby Day. So he was young Bobby Day. So maybe that's, that's the reason for that. Okay, second thing. 
this crazy thing. And I read you this stupid story about, um, you know, about these people complaining, the stars complaining that uh, here's this Woody Harrelson, latest star sharing cor- coronavirus conspiracy theories tied to 5G. Okay. Yes, conspiracy theories are quickly reaching a massive audience, thanks in parts to celebrities now sharing it with millions of people on social media. Former Cheers TV star Woody Harrelson recently posted a report about the negative effects of 5G and its supposed role in the coronavirus pandemic to his more than 2 million Instagram followers. I haven't fully vetted it, but I find it very interesting, he wrote of reported uh, reports claiming 5G radiation is exacerbating the contagions spread and making it more lethal. OK, first off, you, you have to understand the way things work in engineering. And what's sort of interesting about this is with the exception of a few carriers and probably T-Mobile is the only one doing this. What they're doing is they're using the same frequencies and they're using the same towers they're just using a different form of modulation. And people are going to go, oh, you know, and the radiation is pretty much the same. Now, what's sort of crazy about this is that the new band of frequencies that uh, T-Mobile is using, and they're advertising this on their ads, you know, hey, we're now in 600 megahertz, which to most people is like, okay, you know, I don't, I don't get it. What's 600 megahertz? 600 megahertz is the old UHF TV band. So the TV stations were like Channel 40 and above. We didn't have any in the St. Louis area because the highest one we had. Well, no, we had, wasn't Channel 42? Wasn't that the station over in East St. Louis? The Roberts brothers had that one? Anyway. I don't know. Uh, they took that entire 600 megahertz band from the TV stations and they gave it, or they didn't gave it, they sold it off for billions and billions and billions of dollars to the cellular companies. And the deal on that is that here's what's sort of interesting about that. And this is why I'll pull Coles and Woody Harrelson's idea. When the TV stations were on there, they had transmitters that were transmitting literally hundreds of thousands of watts. And I think in some stations or some areas, some of the TV stations were actually putting out over a million watts. Okay? Your average cell site, eh, 40, 50, 60 watts. So which would, really? you, yeah, which would you rather have? Would you rather have a million watts being transmitted by a TV station or 50 watts by a cellular tower? You know? And, and, and the, the crazy thing about that is, is that these people are talking about, oh, it's the radio. It's like, oh, come on. Come on. You know, I can remember. God, I can remember. <laughs> I tell this story. There was uh, when I was a freshman in college, my one, I can't remember what, te- what class it was, some kind of a history class or something like that. And I had this hippy-dippy professor. And he would always talk about almost every class he'd talk about because this is way 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 back in the day and we had these little little vending places where you could buy stuffs like you know things out of a out of a vending machine like you know cold sandwiches and then there was a microwave that was right next to you know what i'm talking about where you could throw your i do the, i know exactly what you're talking you about throw your sandwich in the microwave every single i mean i won't, maybe not every but just about Every single one, he would start off the class by saying, I hope none of you are using that microwave oven out there. You know, if you do that, you're going to die at least in the next 10 years. You're not going to see your 40s or your 50s because you're all going to be dead sometime in the 30s if you keep using okay. that microwave. I mean, he'd start off the class like that. And then he, he would always, we had to read this book by, what was it, Paul Ehrlich? Does that name ring a bell? No. Okay, pa- Paul Ehrlich wrote this book. And this was, you know, I went to school a long, 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 long time ago. See if I can find this real quick. And I can't remember the name of the book, 
Paul, E-R-L-I-C-H, essentially, which stated that by the year we're at right now, we'd all be dead. Um, it feels, uh, I can't find it right now. Um, what was Paul Ehrlich famous for? German scientist discovered the first practical treatment. For, no, that wasn't it. I can't remember what it was. Maybe it was different, different Ehrlich. But essentially, it was, I think it was called like the population bomb. And it said that by the year 2000, that the pop the the population of the earth would be like a hundred billion and we would all be dead because of the fact that that you know there'd be this huge problem because nobody could find food anymore because you can't feed a hundred billion people on the face of the earth and blah 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 and i mean he he was like into this and he would like lecture us now you as students have to go out and change society because if you don't do something you won't live to see your 40th birthday and he'd always talk about that you know and he'd talk about like if it wasn't for the radiation from the microwave out in the little vending area that we were all going to go out and have a hundred kids and we're going to overpopulate the world. And, you know, and I'm thinking to myself, I wonder what, you know, I mean, I don't think he's no longer with us because he was up there in years way back when he'd probably be at this point in time, knowing my age, he'd probably be well over a hundred. But, you know, you know what? He might be over a hundred because you know why? Why? He never used a microwave. You know, maybe <laughs> he, had, You're funny. he had that long life because, in fact, he never, used, you know, I mean, think about that. When Okay, are you talking about Woody Harrelson still? Well, I mean, the whole goofy thing with the 5G. Okay, I, I, I have no credence for a man that sat there and I take no credence in what he says for a man that was in a movie that involved serial killers going around shooting up the United States. And, 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 you know, the interesting thing about that is think about what? all these stars that are in these movies that like they have guns and they're shooting people and there's gun yes, fights and stuff like that. Yes, they're all anti-gun. Yes, they're all anti-gun. It's like, yes, no, hold on a minute is. now. If you're going to make a living out of shooting up people in a movie, don't you think that, you know, if you're going to talk the talk, walk the walk, don't you think you shouldn't be, Absolutely. shouldn't be taking those roles where you're, you're, you know, you're walking around killing people with guns. I mean, come on. You know, one of those things. Go to Woody Harrelson. You know, good it's, old Woody Harrelson. It's, it's one of those. It's one of those situations where it's like, okay, why can't we have uh, people who have sense become stars so they don't put stupid things like five G is going is the one that caused coronavirus. And the other part of that is it's sort of funny about that is five G isn't really all over the place yet. Matter of fact, five G a lot of the cellular carriers have not converted over yet. They're in the process of in the St. Louis area. AT and T has. Well, not totally. They don't have all their cell sites because if you remember the deal that happened like when they went 4G, um, I was on Sprint and for a long time there were very, very, very few cell sites that had 4G. I mean, to the point that was because that was Sprint. No, but but all of them they haven't converted over. Trust me, I know this because of the fact that that I know these you know I I know guys that that work in the industry. I've talked to him. Matter of fact, you know him. He's in our one of the guys is in, is in our uh, is in our leads group, and I've asked him about this. And they still don't have you know most of the cell sites uh, are not converted over to five G. And if you see the ads like an AT five G, you know it's that's that's the name of our show. It's BS. It's marketing BS. Because it is marketing. It's it's. BS, yeah, completely. That has nothing to do with marketing. Also, anyway. <sighs> boy, you know what? Well, I, it is. I oh, hope, look, it's seven seventeen. I hope I'm not near a cell site. I might have the coronavirus if I'm near that five G cell site. You do not have the corona. <laughs> well, 
Not because of the 5G. 718. Westplex 107.1. It is BS in the morning, 721. I am here along with uh, Brad. I am Shelly. Our website is bsinthemorning.show. Shelly, I found it. You there? I guess she's not there. You there? I'm, I'm here. I just pulled out my microphone. Sorry. Not through Nord. Okay, Paul Ehrlich. Paul Ehrlich. And this is the guy. The book was came out in 1968, The Population Bomb. And in 1968, he stated, quote, in the 1970s, hundreds of millions of people will starve to death in spite of any crash program embarked upon now. And he said among the solutions suggested in the book were population control, including various forms of coercion, such as eliminating tax benefits for having additional children. And he said uh, that was be to use if voluntary methods were to fail. If voluntary methods did fail, there would be sterilization. Nice guy. Wasn't he a friend of L. Ron Hubbard? <laughs> well, what's interesting is, it's interesting is he wrote this book in 68 and in the 70s. And keep in mind, my professor was like into this. Oh, my God, it's going to be terrible. We're all going to be dead and stuff like that. But what's interesting is if you know what's going on, uh, and it is true that if you go back to like 10,000 B.C., and there were like, you know, not too many people on the face of the earth. And even like, you know, and at year zero, uh, there was there, they estimate there were only about a couple hundred million people on the face of the earth. Uh, maybe not even that. And now uh, in the year 2000, there are like seven billion people. But here's what's interesting. If you look at a graph of the world, world population growth rates from 1950 to 2050, and this is growth by percentage each year. In 1960, the growth rate is a positive 1.5%. So in other words, every year there's more, there's 1.5% more people on the face of the earth than there was the year before. But if you take this out to 2020, where we're at right now, it's at 0.07, which means that that's the population growth. And they're saying that by the year 2050, there will be a, a, a there will be no population growth. So in other words, you know, if there are, I disagree. I think that this is the bait, the second baby boom. Uh, well, but but I don't. But no, but but see, what's interesting? Absolutely. No, but you see, there's areas like, for example, you know, you hear all the deaths from the coronavirus that are happening in Italy. Do you know why? The average age in Italy is like super old because all the young people left. Did you know that? And, I, I think you mentioned that a couple of days ago. And, and the crazy thing about that is, and I'm, you know, you know, I grew up in North County, man. I, you know, I was the only non-Catholic kid in my school. You know, I mean, and and the crazy thing about that is, what does the Catholic religion promote? Big families. So why in the world does Italy have a negative pe- population growth? What's wrong with that? I mean, I I can't figure that out, and I've tried to figure because they all want to come to the U.S. of A. I, they don't. I guess they don't want to stay in Italy. I guess that's what it is. Because it's to the point, like, okay, I how mean, you can only have so many greenery and rolling hills. Well, how many how many kids and beautiful little chateaus? I mean, did you did you know did you when you grew up did you knew Catholic families that had like you know six seven eight kids things like that? I knew I knew several. No, I actually grew up in a predominantly Jewish um, neighborhood. Hmm. Well, I mean, you know, for, for, for me, it's to the point where it's like, okay, I had four kids. And, you know, I mean, like, you know, GMI, am I creating the population bomb? But the interesting thing about it is, is that, that like, for example, I know of, of families now that you know, have had, you know, you know, two, three, four, five kids, and none of their kids have any kids. So in other words, you know, and, and, and in my situation is like of my, of my four kids, only one of them has had a child. 
So in the words of my four kids, they haven't gone out and each procreated two or three or four. If, you know, so in other words, that, that sort of perpetuates the, the, the negative population growth. That of four kids, only one of them has had an offspring. You know what I mean? I mean, that pretty soon, when you go to a couple generations, it shrinks and shrinks and shrinks. No? Yes? I, you know, I don't know, because I've only been Shelley, an only you child. Shelly, you know everything. I don't know everything. You know, and you know I don't know everything, you know everything, which is why you bring it up all the time. Right. <laughs> Just, did you know that, that, that Shelly's real name is actually Megan? No, it's actually um, <laughs> Shelly Dawn. No, I mean, I was kidding, but oh. Rachel. And, and by the way, we'll talk about this next hour. Um, <laughs> you and I laugh Do about this. Do you think this. Shelly Dawn sounds like a stripper? It does. Oh, Mar- so somebody told that to my parents, so they named me Shelly Tracy. Shelly Dawn? I mean, she used to be over at, at, at Platinum Club. Yeah, well, <laughs> <laughs> they must have known someone that way because they literally, somebody did tell them, Shelly Dawn, that sounds like a stripper. Okay, we don't. And so they named me Shelly Tracy. We don't normally talk about things like Friends, the TV show, but next hour, remind me, talk about Rachel, Courtney Cox from Friends. Pretty interesting from, story. From cardholder Services? No, no, no. What, what is the cardholder services thing? You know that you've gotten those calls. Hi, this is Rachel from cardholder services. I never, I never get. And it. we have. I never get Rachel calls. I never. Oh, I, I always get Rachel never, calls. I never. If get anybody those. gets Rachel calls and no, is listening, no. Would you please never text get my calls. boss at three one four two eight zero eight 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 zero? I never get Rachel and calls. And let him know. That there are such things as Rachel calls. I never get them. They've been happening for years. I never. I, I get the ones that are like, "Hi, this is the IRS. Our investigators are coming to get you." Or I get the ones that are like, "Hi, this is the Social Security Administration, and your Social yeah, Security I've administ- those. your Social Security number has been has been discontinued." <laughs> or I get or I get the one. <laughs> I told you I have fun with these. The girl, she's on real friendly. Hi. This is whatever her name is, and she uses a different name every time. Hi, this is Carla, and I know you're probably paying too much for credit cards. So if you want to reduce that's your credit Rachel. card, no, that's I, but it's not Rachel for me. It's it somebody Rachel. else. It's somebody else. Probably because Rachel got in so much trouble well, for being I, such a little. I, I told you, I trollop. I hit and the button. Calling all these people. I, I hit and the, somebody probably turned her into the attorney general. I, 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 told, I tell you, I get the calls, and then I go all the way, you know, I hit the button, and I talk to, I talk to some guy in, in, in Shanghai or something like that who can barely speak English. That's Peter. And then I give him all my credit card information, and he tells me to he, – he, I heard this over the go weekend. No, no, he, truck. no he, 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 he gives me foul utterances. <laughs> That was so subtle. It's another way of saying he he tells me what to do with my particular body parts. That's what he does when he finds out that I've given him. It gives you the third phalange. When he finds out I've given him a bogus credit card number. Because here he is trying to, you know, and what's funny about that is here he's trying to steal money from me. And when I play with him, he gets mad at me. Okay, think about that for a minute. You know, what's wrong with that picture? You know, here's somebody's trying to steal from you. And when you protect yourself, they cuss you out. Like, well, I don't, you know, you should just, you know, roll over and die and give us all your money. You know, come on, we're, we're the scammers. You know, we win all the time. 728. Westplex 107.1. It is BS in the morning. I am Shelly. She is Brad. Is that, did I get that right? Is that right? 
you know what? That's what we'll go with today. Yes, we're going with today. 734, you know, there are some people that, you know, you, you heard these, uh, you heard these uh, stories about like rock bands in the 70s and 80s. They had all these crazy weird things that they requested uh, backstage. Yes. They, wanted, they wanted all like, you know, all green M&Ms. They didn't want the other colors and stuff like that. And, <laughs> yes. and my next guest requested that I play Lady Annabellum, You Look Good, because, you know, he just wants to have that intro that he's that suave, debonair politician kind of guy. And he totally is. Is, is is that right, Mike Elam? Yeah, I think that's close. I, I actually wanted I'm the man, but <laughs> I, I don't I don't think that worked. Mike Elam, who is a, a St. Charles County, and, and I say council person, but you say council man, right? You can say whatever you want. Council person is fine. That's There's no gender attached to council person, so uh, we're all good there. Okay. Uh, and... If there's a guy that knows what's going on in St. Charles County, he's the man. He actually he actually talks to Steve Elman, and he's been in the news a lot lately, <laughs> <laughs> right? I mean, you're 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 an important is guy. Is that the bar now to what? know what's going on? You actually talk to Steve Elman? Is that where we're at? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. So so well, you know, he's been on TV a lot. He's been a big star lately. I mean, you turn on TV, and there he is all the time now. He has, man. He's he's making the rounds. He's all over the place. Well, he's the chairman of the East-West Gateway Council now, which is uh, the body that decides where all the federal funds go for highway and transportation and all that stuff. So he's kind of a big deal. Yeah, well, and, and, and you're right there next to him. You're like, you know, like when, when you see the pictures, you know how it is like when you see pictures of, of Trump on TV and you see all the big wigs behind him, Mike's right back there. I mean, Mike's like, you know, right in the middle. Yeah, right in the back corner. <laughs> no. the Nobody restroom. puts baby in the corner. So, Mr. Elam, what's going on? What's the new scoop? I know we had this, and now we're officially, uh, uh, St. Charles County is officially, uh, well, essentially what, what, and tell me if I'm wrong or not, Steve Elman had his press conference on Friday, and essentially he knew what was coming down the pike with uh, Parsons Conference uh, at 5 o'clock on Friday. Wasn't that the case? I think that was, I think that's what time it was, 3 or 5, somewhere in there, but, um, the governor did a stay-at-home order for all of the states, and now I think there's only 11 states in the country that do not have a shelter-in-place statewide order that's already been issued. Right, and that went into effect at 1201 uh, this morning, um, and so it's it everybody's supposed to stay at home. Now, as far as the county's concerned, um, let's run this down. Are the, are the parks, for the most part, still open in St. Charles County? They're part of the parks that are still open in St. Charles County. Um, most of, like we've talked about before, uh, most of our county parks are passive parks. So we don't have gym equipment. We don't have uh, stuff that people are going to interact together. It's mostly just trails um, for, the, for the biggest part of our parks. Anything that has a playground area, that area is closed down. Anything that has an off-leash dog park area those areas are closed down but you can still walk through the parks if you need to get out and do that just the big thing is social distancing make sure that you're keeping your social distancing and that's that's for everything you know if you go to target or sam's or costco or deerbergs or wherever um just make sure that you are keeping your distancing i saw did you see the arrangement at costco this weekend 
Well, I've heard various stories. I've had a couple friends of mine who are Costco freaks, and they've told me some pretty interesting stories, though. But I didn't hear about. Tell me what you got. I just saw the pictures of the parking lot where it's basically kind of a little weave through. Uh, they meet you in the parking lot with your with your cart, and you get in line in the parking lot, and they only let in so many people at a time. And I think that's kind of the model that you're going to see more and more stores going to. I think some of the grocery stores are doing that as well. They're limiting the amount of people that are inside their store to kind of force social distancing a little bit more. Yeah, I, we talked about that last hour. A friend, uh, well, actually a, a Twitter friend of mine sent a video of the Sam's Club down on uh, Hanley, down in Maplewood, where they had set up like a line around the building with pallets, where to the point where, you know, that's where you, and, and you were supposed to, I think the deal was you were supposed to stay next to a pallet because the pallets were all spaced six feet apart. So that was the deal. You're supposed to, and as you move through the line, you'd move up to the next pallet next to you, and that's how you would be spaced out. Mike, in a million years, did you ever think stuff like this would go on? No, I really didn't. Um, St. Charles County, as we start today, is at 181 positive cases, and unfortunately we've had seven deaths in our county. Now, the majority of those, uh, the overwhelming majority, unfortunately, are seniors. This stuff is, it's bad all the way around, but if this gets into a senior center, an independent living, assisted living, especially nursing home, it just goes really bad really fast. And that's where the majority of our deaths are coming from. So my folks are actually at an independent living facility down in Springdale, Arkansas, and they are sheltered in their uh, apartment. They cannot leave their apartment. They're bringing their meals to them. They put them in a tray outside their door, and they come out and pick up the tray, and they eat their food. And when they finish, they put it back out. It's kind of like hotel living, you know? Wow. It's, it's, like, it's like the cruise lines. That's, just the, what, that's exactly what the cruise lines did. Well, and I think that's kind of what you have to have in areas where you have so many people crammed together. You've got to take these extraordinary steps just to keep the social distancing going. Now, that does not mean that you should wash your hands less. You should not use the hand sanitizer. You should do all that stuff. Um, it's just one more step. But, you know, if you think about it, they were saying that this week is going to be the worst week for cases around the country. And the biggest part of that, I think, is because you've had so many people who have had the exposure in the past and it's all kind of coming to head. But because of the shelter-in-place orders that you've had with a number of different places, those should be waning. And this is kind of the culmination, I think, of, of what they're expecting. Right. And and I think that what you're seeing is, uh, and the numbers you gave, uh, you know, obviously they're not good, uh, but they're not nearly as bad as some areas. And primarily because St. Charles County is is more spread out, and there's not a lot of dense housing like there is in like new york city i mean everybody lives on top of everybody in new york city right and i know there were some people who were really on steve elman earlier on saying hey shut down the county like they've done in st louis county and i think what steve's early hesitation in that was look our county is really two counties in one we've got pockets that are pretty densely populated but to your point we're not on top of each other for the most part um but we have a lot of areas of our county that are very rural. So it, it didn't really make that much sense to put a blanket over. But uh, as things have gone on, you kind of have to take those extra steps. 
when we talked last week, I said I didn't really think the governor would do that shelter-in-place order for the state just because 70% of the cases in Missouri are the St. Louis metro area and the Kansas City metro area. I mean, if you look at the nearly 2,300 cases that are in Missouri as a whole, uh, over 1,600 of those cases are just the St. Louis metro and the Kansas City metro, just counting the Missouri portions of those. Yeah, and, so, and I was going to say, and once again, one of the issues for that is the transportation hubs, because you both have, well, I was going to say St. Louis is a big transportation hub as far as Lambert, but not anymore, but <laughs> Kansas City yeah. still is. You know, Kansas City still has a lot of flights in and out of there. Yeah, I mean, you have a lot of people who still travel back and forth, and I think uh, that's kind of where all the issues came. I think the governor changed his mind on this, and he waited until Friday to issue that order because what he was really worried about is hurting these local small businesses. Well, the federal program, the Forgivable Loan Program, went into effect to where you could start applying for that on Friday. So... He got to the point where now the small businesses have a place where they can reach out and they can get that economic support that they were worried about. But now that they have that, it gives them a little bit of cover to be able to say, okay, I'm going to send my folks home. I'm going to shut down my area. And we're not an essential business, really. We can try and make that argument sometimes. But uh, if, if you're really not an essential business, that's why that order is in place, so you can apply for these. Now, you need to check with your bank to find out if they are an approved bank for this program. Not all banks know what's going on, but if, if you've got a good banker who understands uh, how this program works, boy, they can be a lifesaver for you as a small business owner. Yeah, but you know what, Mike? I tell you what, I'm a little bit skeptic on that because I've talked to a couple of my f- small business friends over the weekend, and one of whom told me that uh, when uh, they were in the process of applying for this, they were having some issues, and they were told that they should call the customer service number, but the only problem was there were already 300 people in the queue to talk to someone live, and they might want to try back later. I'm going, holy cow. So that's that's the real reason why I'm saying you need to make sure that you've got a banker who understands what's going on. I mean, my company uh, has a banker and has an accounting firm that we work with, and both of them were on their game. They both knew exactly what to do. They both knew how to walk us through those steps where you don't end up on a phone call that lasts forever. Um, so you may, you may want to shop your banker right now if you're a small business owner, and you may want to talk to some of those folks and find out if they can help. And if you're a bank, now's probably a time where if you are on your game and you understand how this program works, you're probably going to be a savior to some small business owners. Well, you know, my, my I'll have my attorney call them. My, my attorney is with a very powerful firm called Dewey, Cheatham, and Howe. I don't know if you've heard of them before. I have. I've, I've actually been sued by them. So there you go. <laughs> yeah. Hey, what radio person hasn't, right? Okay, one last question for you. Uh, we talked about county parks, county buildings. If you have like, and, and, and this is, I thought of this over the weekend. If you have like something like you're trying to go down and check out like a deed of trust or something like that on a piece of property, or I mean, you can't get into those buildings anymore, correct? No, you need to call. You need to call our, um, you know, a lot of our information is online. So if you go to S-C-C-M-O, Sierra Charlie Charlie Mike October.org, then you can find a lot of the information that you're seeking. 
and you don't even have to interact with a county person. So go check out the website, search through the different departments, and there's probably a lot of that information you're going to be able to find online. If you can't, you can send emails to the department head through their particular page on the website, and there is a main phone number for that department that you can call and find out as well. But no, all county buildings are closed, and we are not allowing people into those buildings. And no county council meeting tonight? That's what, next Monday night? That is next Monday night, and we have to uh, be scanned in just like everybody else. So I know we talked about in our emergency meeting, we had a couple council members who had been to some areas that were deemed hotspots, and they were not allowed into the meeting. So really? everybody's taking this seriously, as they, as they well should. Uh, we'll cross 200 cases today for sure because we're averaging over 20 cases a day. Um, hopefully, these deaths will be extremely limited. Uh, seven's too many, but we hope we don't have any more. Mike, I appreciate your time as always. Um, I had uh, a listener uh, say that you sound like a very friendly guy and you don't sound like the typical politician. I appreciate that very much, and I think what you generally find is your local politicians don't deal with a lot of those contentious issues. Uh, like, we're not in charge of school, and we don't deal with stuff that gets people protesting on the side of the street normally. So we're a lot of planning and zoning and that kind of stuff. But your local elected official is uh, very accessible, and if you have issues, I highly encourage you to reach out to them and see what they can do to help you. And I bet you find out most of them are just like me. And we're just here trying to make our community a little bit better. Oh, yeah, but but what my experience was, they, they want, like, the bowl of M&Ms in their office, and they only want the green M&Ms. You know, today is my 29th wedding anniversary. So the green M&Ms have passed. <laughs> if people want to get in touch with you, your contact information is on the uh, St. Charles County website, correct? It is. Just go to the county council page, and you can find your St. Charles County Council rep right there, and you'll find a way to get a hold of them. And by the way, it's 748 and 37, 38, 39, and 40 seconds. And that is because of the fact that I have right in front of me a master clock manufactured right in St. Charles County, actually right in St. Charles City, and that's the company that Mike works for right now. And matter of fact, even as to speak, he's going into competition with me. Uh, he's trying to put on a radio station, and the, the motto of the radio station is going to be, Mike's going to say, it's going to say, you're listening to K-Time, all time, all the time, right? <laughs> Brought to you by Master Clock. That's yeah. right. We're never late. Right. We're always right on time. <laughs> right. Hey, and by the way, you work for a company that uh, you know does time down to like a, a microsecond. Do you guys always show up for appointments on time? You know, does everything start like right on time at Master Clock? We're we're always early at seven forty nine twenty six twenty seven twenty eight. Yes. <laughs> yes, you're exactly right, Mike Elam. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Hey, it's always good to have Mike in the morning with BS. <laughs> yes, here you go. Talk to you later. Thanks, guys. Bye-bye. Uh, bye-bye. <laughs> he's something else, isn't he, Shelly? <laughs> he's he's a hoot. Yeah, he is. He's, he really is. Just a good soul and a hoot. <laughs> and, and and you know what? You re- I mean, Maybe it's just me, but when you talk to him, as opposed to some politicians, He's, you know that you're getting the real deal. Yeah, and he's not like telling you things you want to hear just because you'll vote for him next time. You know, but exactly. You know, but you know, he's, but, he's but a once again, shooter. once again, when he gets to be the you know the county executive, and I call him up, hey Mike, and he'll go, who is this? 
I've never heard of you before. Remember when? Right. Remember when I used to have we had you on the show on Monday mornings during the, the coronavirus <laughs> thing? Who is this again? Who who are you? Shelly who? who? <laughs> Brad who? All right. Never heard of you. 750. Westplex 107.1. Lonely as... Uh, 757. AF. <laughs> yeah, it is BS in the morning. Our website is BS in the morning. that's really appropriate right now. Uh, why Why do you think I play that song? You know what, though? I, I mean, thought you played it because it was one of my favorites. Well, my you, bad. You know, you know, uh, you know, I guess that is sort of interesting because of the fact that there's so many things, especially this time of the year where you're getting out and about more, you know, you're socializing more. I mean, you know, we'd be in we'd be in Cardinal baseball games right now. Uh, that's all gone. We'd be still playing the XFL season. That's all gone. Uh, you know, the hockey season, we'd be at, you know, Blues hockey games and things like that. That's all gone. We don't have any NBA teams in town, but they said that uh, I heard this morning that the MSL, the uh, Major Soccer League, has essentially decided that this season is is gone. They're not going to even have the the season. Are you still there? You disappeared. Anyway, uh, she's Shelly's gone. Um, she must be lonely. She's lonely as book. <laughs> we'll take a break. We will be back. Westplex 107.1. It is BS in the morning. It's 8.06. And you are listening to the number one radio station in Cottleville. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> the number one station in Cottleville. Uh, and also the number one station in Hamburg, uh, Missouri. People don't know where that's at. I do. We've got more listeners there than anybody. 806. Where is that? <laughs> It's down off of 94. It's no longer a town. It was destroyed in World War II. Seriously. Oh, is that where those back roads are? No, yeah, well, that's they, they knocked down Hamburg because of the fact that they made that into the uh, the Weldon Springs. That was where they made all the ammunition and some of the nuclear stuff down there in Weldon Springs. Anyway, uh, it is uh, crazy stuff. I put this on my Facebook page last night. Did you see this massive car fire at this airport down in Florida where 3,500 3, rental cars burnt? I mean, and what's interesting about this is I go by a couple of the um, Enterprise locations, a couple of them that are storefront and a couple of them that are like old gas stations they've converted to like being like their neighborhood Enterprise places. And yes. they are packed with cars. Because of the fact that, like, since nobody's traveling and since everybody's sort of like uh, now, especially since we have the shelter at home kind of dealy, um, nobody's supposed to be out in the streets. Nobody's renting cars. Nobody's getting their cars repaired. By the way, we need to talk about that because there we have a new sponsor on there. Actually, one been with us before. Uh, we have Complete Auto Body and Repair, CompleteAB.com. And they've got, if you've heard the ads, they talk about how you, and somebody over the weekend go, well, I, I don't want to take my car in. I'll have to talk to somebody and I'll have to touch touch keys. No, they've got it all figured out. You don't have to talk to anybody face-to-face. You don't have to worry about that. They're going to sanitize your keys and sanitize your car when you get it back and the whole bit. Check it out, Complete AB. You'll hear the ads on the radio. But anyway, this place down in Florida, uh, 3,500 rental cars went up. And because when they parked them, this was on a temporary storage lot. They're parked like in a field and it's dry down in Florida right now. And originally it started with a brush fire that hit some of the cars. And then, you know, the cars are so parked so close to one another, you know, the gas tanks started going up and a huge inferno. I mean, huge 3,500 rental cars. Wow. Can you believe that? And then, you know, I don't understand this. This is a somewhat new thing within, what, like five to ten years, these gender reveal parties. Have you ever been to one of those before? I ha- No, I have not, but I've heard about them. Okay. Once again, 
another brush fire, this one 10 acres down in Florida, when a gender reveal party, and you know what? This gives gun people a bad rap, is that these guys used, you know, you ever heard this, this, this product called Tannerite? You know what I'm talking about? I do not. Tannerite is sort of interesting because it's sort of like a legal explosive. I mean, you know, you and I can't go buy dynamite or TNT or you know, that kind of stuff. But if you buy this Tannerite, and the big thing is you see these a lot, a lot of gun channels. You buy this stuff and you put it like, you know, behind a target or something like that. When you hit it with a bullet, it explodes. Okay. And not explodes with the force of like, you know, like a true explosive like TNT or dynamite, but it like blows up. And you can buy different things to put in it so that like with the you know the blue and the pink stuff so you know they have this hey we're gonna find out who you know what our new baby's gonna be and then you have the guy who fires his gun and it hits the tannerite like you know and then boom it blows up and it's pink or blue you know what i'm talking about that kind of stuff well i do but i would have done it differently how would you have done it it's probably not right and it probably would cause a mess but I always thought that the gender reveal parties were balloons filled with the color of paint, and you pop them, and then that's the color. Okay, but I'm I'm going to give you a different twist on this, and you're going to roll your eyes, and the smartest lady in the world. I'm already gonna... <laughs> rolling my eyes. Okay, in this thing in our era now of LGBTQIAXYZ, how can you have gender reveal anymore? Isn't that isn't that terrible that you reveal the gender i thought gender no, was it's not i thought gender was fluid now that you know one day you can be a man the next day be a woman and day after that you can be you know like i told you there's that one story i read the scientist she, she claims there's 56 different sexes i'm thinking to myself what really? yeah that's what I, I read this thing to myself. no hold on i gotta read this and i'm going like okay i don't get it i just don't get it you know i mean but but you know once again how can you have gender reveal when you're not supposed to be gender specific anymore? You know, that's that's the big fight in a lot of these places that you have to have. I think it's a personal issue. Personal issue of what? Gender reveal? Uh-huh. I, you, know, you know, the first time someone said this to me, matter of fact, it, you, know, you, know, you know who it was? Who? And, and, and he told me this. And at first I thought he was pulling my leg. This goes back a couple years ago. Ed Brock. The guy who runs Johnny Brock. Oh, really? Johnny Brock? He told me that this has gotten to be a big part of his business now, that he sells stuff for gender reveal parties. You know, he sells the Halloween costumes and he sells all sorts of stuff. You know, Santa suits during Christmas and elf suits and leprechaun suits, you know, we had last month and, you know, party supplies and stuff like that. And he told me, and I'm going like, I go, what? And he says, oh, yeah, we do a lot of gender reveal stuff now. I go, really? Like? And he said they have all sorts of stuff, like, you know, balloons, like that kind of stuff. And they have, like, the powder. They have the blue and the pink powders, you know, like, you know, you put it in, in, in you know, things, you know, blow See, up. See, no, I didn't think of the powder. All I could think of was paint, pink or blue paint. Well, he's saying balloons and all sorts of stuff like that, you know. I mean, Oh, you could use glitter. Oh, my gosh, that would be so perfect. Well, I don't know. I mean, to me, it's like, it's like, okay. So <laughs> I'm thinking to myself, okay, if I got invited to a gender reveal party, would I go? Would you? Oh no, because you know I, you know, if it, I knew if I didn't know better, if I knew what I knew now, I thought what they meant was when you showed up at the party, you had to reveal what gender you were. And I'm thinking to myself, I don't think I want to go to that kind of party. That sounds kinky. And I can to so see you thinking that too. That, that sounds kinky to me. 
Westplex 107.1, Rescue Me. Good morning to you, 820. It is BS in the Morning. I am Shelly. She is Brad. You know, there seems to be one industry that doesn't seem to be, well, there are several, but there's one that I've noticed that doesn't seem to be that much uh, influenced by the uh, COVID-19 shutdown, at least not yet. You know what that is? What is that? Construction. I mean, there's still a lot of construction going on. And the reason I sort of bring that up is is that, I, you know, for example, the road construction, this has been great for them on the I-70, the repair of the eastbound span of the Blanchett Bridge, because there's less and less traffic. And so they're not not having to deal with tremendous uh, traffic jams and getting in and out of the construction sites. But um, on a daily basis, I go by various places. Uh, And for example, if you go to Home Depot, there's still people in there buying lumber and things like that. Um, You know, same thing at Lowe's. The other thing is that on a daily basis, I go by a couple of concrete plants that, uh, you know, the places that make concrete. And I can always tell how much construction there is by how many trucks there are, or in this case, aren't in the parking lot. You know what I mean? Because of the fact if there's a lot of guys out delivering concrete, there aren't too many trucks in the parking lot. And right. if they are if they aren't delivering much concrete, there's lots of trucks in the parking lot. But so far the construction really hasn't slowed down. And I'm wondering how they're doing that, like with the, the social distancing at a construction site. You can't be you know, because in some situations you gotta be like right up next to somebody. Like if you're, you know, you know, pushing up like a wall or something like that. I wonder how they do that. Like if you're finishing concrete, a lot of times you're like right next to people. No? Yeah, yes? I don't know unless they're wearing masks and gloves. I don't know. I mean, it's sort of, sort of interesting, but, but it doesn't seem like the construction has slowed down. But unfortunately, if this lasts, that will not necessarily be the case because construction will sort of slow down as well, too, because there will be less and less new projects that will come online. And some of the ones that are all scheduled to come online may essentially, especially if they're involving retail, you know, I can't imagine... There's a, a, a big, you know, a big push to build a bunch of new strip centers or strip malls or retail locations anymore, um, you know, with the situation right now, because you drive by all the places right now. Man, it's so sad. I'm out when I was out yesterday looking at places and, you, you know, normally you'd go by places, parking lot be filled. Nobody there. You know, I mean, nobody went through. Chester- it really is sad, but you can make some great donuts. Well, went through Chesterfield Valley yesterday and took the shortcut between uh, Chesterfield Airport Road and Edison, went right by the cinema, empty parking lot. Uh, Yeah, they're all closed. You drive along, uh, you know, uh, the Chesterfield Airport Road there uh, where all the restaurants sort of face. Most of them are closed. Some of them are, you know, still doing curbside delivery. And by the way, if you want to find that information in St. Charles County, you can check out westplex.directory. It's a site we put up. Uh, you go there, there's two uh, two things you can click on. One is the O'Fallon Chamber. Uh, it'll take you to their uh, listing of all the restaurants in the O'Fallon area, the Westplex area. Uh, if they're open, what they're offering as in respect to curb service, delivery, things like that. Same situation. There's another link on there for the uh, Western St. Charles County Chamber of Commerce, same thing there. You click on their link, tells you all the updated information as far as that's concerned. And uh, once again, if you can, by any way, shape, or form, patronize a local business. You know, maybe it's uh, nothing more than uh, ordering a pizza from your local guy um, or actually using the uh, curbside or the delivery from some of the restaurants. Do, by all means, do that. Because small businesses, like for example, our little small business radio stations, we have gotten kicked in the shorts. 
uh, because of the fact that uh, normally this time of the year we'd have a lot of new advertisers on the air because you know people come out of hibernation from the spring and they're promoting hey go here buy this go to this event hey get ready you know fair season's coming up what you know think about that what's going to happen with that Shelley all the fairs and things like that for this this summer. I think that they're canceled. I know that there was a lot of uh, galas that were, yeah, but the, including the mayor's ball, that had to be rescheduled. Yeah, but those are in, and those are indoors, though. I'm talking like you know those the, are indoors. But I'm talking like the St. Charles County Fair, the Warren County Fair, the Washington Town and Country Fair. Would you, in any way, practice minimum safe distance well, at a fair. I mean, there are going to be people, you know, somebody already is probably out there going, I can't believe he's talking about that. That's like in June, July, and August. Well, you know, I mean, we're we're already into, this is today's April 6th. So essentially we are, you know, one week into April. Um, and then, you know, so essentially from some of the fairs, especially like if you look at the Memorial Day, we're what, right now, what, probably about uh, eight, nine weeks away from Memorial Day? I mean, that's, you know, I mean, like, and think about that. Swimming pools? Like, what are you going to do with that? You know? I mean, is everybody, and, and, and not only that, nobody's going to the gyms? Are we all getting to be uh, big tubs of goo? Like a, like a. Well, I am. The, uh, because I, I don't go to a gym anyway. Like the I governor have of Illinois. I in my basement and I don't go there. Yeah. <laughs> but I will tell you that. This has really put a crimp in my activity level. Well, I can tell you that if, if something doesn't happen, we're going to look like J.B. Pritzker. Okay, look, it's 825. <laughs> you don't like it when I talk about him, do you? I do not. Oh. I, I, he I don't have a problem with. It's it's your um, your rendition of how the man is. He is a role model, and a role model you know, shouldn't be... Well, let me let me just put it. Just that. don't even say it. We know what you're going to say. I don't. I and it makes you sound unsympathetic to people that are overweight, and you're not. You you are totally hey, quite the opposite. I get the pass on that because remember, I've told the story. I graduated from high school at 162. Two years later, I weighed 310. So you know, if like you're, we've an, all weighed 310 in our <laughs> lifetimes, Brad. No, 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 no not a lot, a lot of people haven't. I mean, like if you're the ex drug drug addict, you can poke fun at the druggies. You can say, man, you know, clean your act up. You're going to end up. You're going to end up dead you know you can say things like that you know and the deal with like why i i don't i've never liked politicians who tell you how to live your life but yet their life is a mess you know what i'm saying Yes, I do. <laughs> you know, it's, it's, so, it's also like that with counselors. It's like it's like it's like. Well, who was the who was the John Kerry who was going to run for president? You know, like you know, hey, I'm. I'm That's a, a long time ago. Well, but but look, how about how about what's his name? Uh, uh, who was it uh, the, with the Donna Rice? Who, who's the gal? You know, I'm not fooling around with that woman. You know, follow me. And the reporters did, and he was fooling around with that woman. What was that? Who was that? That wasn't John Kerry. He was the guy before him. Who was that? I have to look I don't that know. up. You don't know who I'm talking about? Bill Clinton? No, 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 no. It was a guy that ran for office, and, and there were rumors that he was having an affair with this woman. And the reporters asked him, and at a press conference, he says, I'm not fooling around with that woman. You don't believe me? Follow me. And a bunch of reporters followed him, and they found out he was fooling around with the gal. Don't you remember that? I have to look that up. I don't. I don't yeah. remember that. 827. We'll, 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 look, we'll look it up, and we'll get back to you. 827. Okay. West Plex 107.1, memories that bring back memories, that bring back memories to Shelley? I actually like that song. You it's, do? It's, it's from a more simpler time. Oh, man. Man, here I had, I thought you had good taste. 
I do have good taste. But then again, how can you have good taste if you're on the show with me, right? Can't have this that. This is one of the brighter parts of my day, Brad. So don't don't well, minimize it, okay, hold Pumpkin? It. Dial tone. Hold on, man. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. The dial tone. The wheel of fortune. Phone tree day. See what happens. <laughs> I'm calling someone. One ringy dingy. See if I get two. Hi there. You reached the voicemail for Dr. Deb Carlin. I'm sorry I'm not able to take your call personally at this moment, but if you would please wait for the tone and then leave your name, number, and a message, I'll get back to you just as soon as I can. Thanks for the call, and I hope you have a really great day. Okay, Shelly, say it. At the tone, please record your message. When you finish recording, you may hang up or press 1 for more options. Okay, say it. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Dr. Deb from BS in the Morning. Say say happy birthday, Brad. Happy birthday. Happy birthday to you. Have a great day, hon. She wouldn't even answer the phone for us. Isn't that terrible? She was probably on another call. She's trying to make things happen. <laughs> and you and I aren't. We're sitting around like, like, hey, we're just sitting here on the radio. We're not trying to make anything happen. We don't really care what goes on. Okay, last break I talked about this. Uh, uh, last break talked about the... Uh, politician was gary hart gary hart was running for the uh, presidential uh the democratic shot uh, uh for the president in 1988 that would have been uh i wasn't even into that well, i was too busy being a mom and working three jobs and well 88 was the year that uh, he ran against george bush because he was the vice president not george w but his father uh that was after the reagan years reagan was elected in 80 and served uh, from 81 till 89 and this would have been the 88 election and gary hart uh and matter of fact i have the quote right here it's sort of funny the gary hart uh, quote was he was rumored to have this affair with donna rice and when the reporters uh asked him about it he said quote follow me around i don't care I'm serious. If anybody wants to put a tail on me, go ahead. They'll be very bored. Well, they weren't. They found out that he was, shall we say, what's your favorite word again? Starts with a G. Oh, gallivant. Yes. They I were, was like, what they, is my favorite he word? Was, he was gallivanting. That's actually my daughter's right, he favorite was, word for me. He was gallivanting around or cavorting around with a young woman who he claimed was his campaign aide. And remember the the famous thing that they went on a, a, a like a one of those crew, not a cruise ship, but like a, what do you call it? Like a, you know, where you'd go down to like Miami and you'd get on like a ship, or like a small boat that would take you out. Like for a, you know, like a, not sailing, but you know what I mean? Like, hey, we're going to go out and catch some fish and stuff like that and come back like two or three hours. And remember the name of the ship was, do you remember the name of the boat? No. Monkey business. <laughs> oh, I could, could have been our name. Monkey business <laughs> well, in the morning. That was what was sort of funny about it was that that's how he got nailed because apparently, I can't remember the exact story, but somebody took a picture of him getting on the boat or off the boat or there was a picture of the, the two of them together and there was the life preserver that was, I think, I think, let me see if I can find that. I think that was the deal. If my memory serves me correct. And there was a picture of them together. You know how sometimes you, you take a cruise, you know, the, the ship for t- well, you, have you ever taken a cruise before? 
I have never been on a cruise. Well, that is one of my life the sleepless. Sh- the ship photographers, they have photographers on board and they take all these pictures and they usually take take a picture of like you getting on, you know, on board on the gangplank and there's the, you know, the life preserver which has the which has the um, um, the, you know, the name of the ship on it, you know, and you and your significant other are are waving, you know, that kind of thing. And monkey business picture. Let me see if I can find it. My new picture. Uh, Donna Rice. I think that was the one. Um, yep, there it is. Well, there's there's not a picture of... The, I was wrong about that, but there's a picture of them on the dock where the boat was, and he is he is leaning up against some of the uh the 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 pilings that that go into the you know the 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 water that hold the dock up and she's sitting on his lap uh jump jump to monkey business photo here let me see if there's one like that uh yeah monkey business photo on the cover of june 2nd 1987 the uh the celebrity tabloid national Enquirer published a photograph of rice sitting on hart's lap the pair were pictured on a dock during a yacht trip to bimini that hart Rice and others took before he announced his campaign for president of the United States. Hart is wearing a T-shirt bearing. Oh, that's right. Hart is wearing a T-shirt bearing the words "Monkey Business," the name of the yacht. The photo was published alongside the headline: "Gary Hart asked me to marry him." It was published weeks after Hart suspended his campaign, but has been subsequently collectively re- confused as the reason for Hart's exit. There are allegations that the photo was a setup by Republican operative Lee Atwater to discredit Hart. So he's wearing a shirt of the boat. I knew it was something how somehow monkey business was in the picture. Can you can you imagine that? He, he taunts the reporters. Hey, follow me around. Follow me around. You won't find anything uh, out of the ordinary. Who would do that? You know what I mean? I mean, especially nowadays. I mean, Somebody you, who's cocky. If you said, hey, I have nothing to hide, you know, TMZ would be like on your case. Like, you know, they would be like, you know, like stuck to you like glue. You know, one of those crazy things. Anyway, we're going to take a break. Uh, we have the weather coming up. And you know what? Once again, it's sort of funky weather because we're supposed to have um, some really, really, really unseasonably warm temperatures come in today, tomorrow and Wednesday. And here's Jennifer. Foychitsky. With the whole scoop on that. Westplex 107.1. Don't want to be like most girls. Like Shelly. Shelly is like so concerned about the fact that she's just like everybody else. She wants to make sure that she wears the same clothes and drives the same car and talks the same talk and walks the same walk. It's amazing. Is that how you really view me? (laughs) No, just the opposite. 8.53, good morning. This is BS in the morning. Uh, Hey, if you want to check out information on what's going on as far as news is concerned, our site is up and running. BS, no, that's, I'm sorry, westplex.news, westplex.news. You can check out that site, see all the latest scoop. Uh, We've got stuff on there from St. Charles City, St. Charles County, uh, Wentzville, uh, other news sources as well. We generate some news ourselves. It's a pretty accurate, or it shouldn't say accurate, but it's pretty much up to date. Numerous reports every single day. Also, if you want to find out what the current situation is going on with uh, the order that went in effect early this morning, uh, that was, uh, you know, this morning at 12.01, you can check out sccmo.org slash COVID, C-O-V-I-D, has the latest updates and information for uh, St. Charles County, precautions, reminders, all that kind of stuff. The stay home uh, Missouri order issued by Governor Parsons went into effect this morning, like I said, at 12.01. Uh, If you want more information about the release, you can go to governor.mo.gov. 
And, you know, a lot of people say that he got pressured into this, that he didn't want to really. Even Mike Elam sort of said that this morning, that, um, you know, the majority of the problems in the state of Missouri were in the metro areas, predominantly St. Louis, Kansas City and Como. Um, But, you know, it's one of those things. Everybody says, well, you kind of put this a national order and or at least a statewide order. Hold on a minute. Voice is failing there. And uh, he didn't. And at least up until last week. So, you know, now he's done it. And I don't know if everybody's happy or not. It's going to be interesting for me out and about today. Yes, I go out and about. You know, I actually have had some people say some nasty things to me about that. What, with your uh, face mask? No, no, no. The fact that I'm out and about. You know, I mean. Yeah, but you're taking normal precautions. Right. But the the point is, like just yesterday, I went and checked, you know, because we have with our radio stations, we have three different transmitter sites. OK. Yes, and there yes, is we do. There's certain maintenance that needs to be done in each one. You know, you don't just turn them on and they just run forever. There's certain maintenance needs to be needs to be done. And I was at two of the transmitter sites yesterday checking on things, you know, changing filters, stuff like that. And, you know, I got to be out and about. Uh, and, you know, once again, I'm a single guy. I don't have, you know, live by myself. I don't have any, um, you know, anybody that, the, you know, that I cook for or they cook for me or stuff like that. So, you know, for the most part, I'm going out and, uh, you know, I mean, <laughs> my diet lately has been <laughs> frozen pizzas, <laughs> which, which quite honestly, you know, tastes good right now. But you know how it is when you eat something that's same all the time. Sometimes it gets more like, oh, my God. Used to be, you know, my favorite thing in the world used to be when I was a kid, my favorite thing in the world used to be my mom would every once in a while take us to Steak and Shake. And I thought, oh, my God, Steak and Shake. I love their hamburgers and I love their French fries. And then I worked well, What about f- their um, their Chili Mac? Yuck. Deliciousness. Yuck. Oh, and do you know Yuck. that there actually are still Steak and Shakes that are open? Oh, yeah. It was just some of them. The ones that it's 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 a complicated deal. I've read a couple different it stories is, on that. It is, and it's very confusing. Well, the problem they're having is is that, uh, you know, quite honestly, they were, like I was trying to, to say, they were like the premium hamburger place, and they sort of got lost in the shuffle. I mean, it used to be to the point where, you know, I mean, part of it has to do with the fact there's so many places that are doing like really good burgers now. You know, Red Robin. I mean, obviously, it's a different kind of situation. It's a drive. You know, it's a you know, there's no drive through at Red Robin. But, you know, they're they're sort of their piece of the pie, so to speak, for premium hamburgers is sort of gone. You know what I mean? Because there's so many other places. I mean, like, for example, I mean, like, you know, Culver's, Freddy's. I mean, you know, especially Freddy's. Freddy's is nothing but a steak and shake knockoff, you know? I mean, that's all it is. Don't you agree with that? That's really true. But however, comma, they have the best announcers. <laughs> so so do you want me to, to play this particular one? Yes, number 290 orders now. Please guess number 290. <laughs> There's a thing. That just makes me laugh every time. Well, there's a thing from the past. You don't hear that anymore. You know? No, you don't. And, and He's been gone. Well, but they, they don't do it anymore because you can't go inside. Yeah, they were actually putting everything up in to-go boxes. They were asking, is it for here or to go? No, you can't. You can't. But, remember, Shelly, you can't go inside anymore now. I don't even know if the drive-thru is open I anymore. know, but when, they, when you could go inside, because we were there like the very last day. Yeah, yeah. Well... I went down to my favorite place. Uh, when I knew things were changing when I had when I had dinner at Zaxby's in Columbia, and that that that's the first time that happened to me. When when I you know the guy didn't ask me for for here to go because I went inside and he and he made it to go. And I go it was for here. He says no. He says we're only making things to go. 
I go, really? He says, yeah. He says, we're not giving out any trays or anything like that. So we're giving you, everything's in a go bag. If you want to sit in the restaurant and eat it, that's fine, but it's in a go bag. And that was my first experience that that's been, gosh, I guess three weeks ago now, man, how time flies when you're quarantined, right? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I mean you know. that is hilarious I mean, because I mean, that's how I feel. Well, time like, flies when you're quarantined. It's like it's like, oh boy, is this fun or what? You know? I mean, and and you know the other crazy thing about it is, is that I have a friend of mine who's a police officer, and he said to me, he says, you know, this is going to be really bad for us. I go, why is that? He says, you are not going to believe the the domestic. Uh, you know, disturbance calls we're going to get where, you know, mom and dad are, are, you know, yelling at each other and throwing stuff at each other and the kids and are involved in the whole bit. And yet I haven't heard much about that at all. Have you? Have you heard anything about, you know? Well, um, I don't know about that. But what I do know is I was because, you know, I, I work a lot. I'm outside of the house a lot. And that's where my passion is. And so I asked my husband because I've been home. I've asked my husband, I said, so how am I cribbing your style? And he says, well, it's been different having you here. <laughs> that's one of those, that's one of those nice, nice ins- insults, <laughs> He's right? He's like, what do I say? Yeah, it's like a nice insult. It's like, well, you're, you're not as bad as you could be, or, you know, you, 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 you could, you could be. Well, mo- that was his polite way of saying. Right. You, you well, could. actually, and then he, pre- and then he, he, uh, it ends it with, I think you need to take that. <laughs> I think you need to take that um, essential CISA letter for a ride tomorrow. Uh, yeah, we got those essential CISA letters in. Yeah, we do. Okay, and which makes us essential where we can go out. And he says, I think that you need to um, take advantage of that and get out of the house. <laughs> We're going to call it quits for our show, at least the morning oh, we show. Are? Yep, we'll be back this afternoon at 4 o'clock for BS in the morning and the afternoon, if that makes any sense. Uh, check out all of our websites. Website for the morning show is bsinthemorning.show. Uh, the afternoon show doesn't have a website. Maybe we'll do one for it. Uh, our website for the station is westplex1071.com. If you want to find out the latest Westplex news, that's at westplex.news. Want to find out what restaurants are open according to the O'Fallon and the Western St. Charles Chambers of Commerce, that is westplex.directory. And if you want to find out the latest about Shelly, you can go to uh, westplex.shelly is a crazy woman whose husband wants her to leave and go out of the house so he doesn't pull his hair out anymore. That's the website for that. I can understand why you always put me on pause, Brad. (laughs) There you go. Uh, It's 9 o'clock. We'll see you this afternoon at 4. Have a great day, everybody.